Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my first impressions of Season of the Hunt that just went live on November the 17th. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or any of the podcast platforms, you can always catch me live Monday through Friday. I'm probably live right now. Go to SNTRlive.com. SNTRlive.com brings you to the live channel. If you're watching this as an upload to the upload channel or somewhere else, also be sure to bookmark SNTRnetwork.com. SNTRnetwork.com has the Rageous Roundtable repeat theater in this show all there. So, Season of the Hunt, they staggered it. It didn't come at the beginning of Beyond Light. You had to wait one week, and we kind of already knew the premise of the story. They put it in their long Vidoc. We kind of had one of the major story elements a little bit spoiled. I don't know. They, I think that is one of the times maybe they shouldn't have done that, but it likely would have been data mined because they were staggering at one week it wouldn't have been very much of a secret if you were on the internet at all so we're a couple we're about a day in and i've spent a large portion of my time talking to the community and doing the lures and doing the grind just to get a feel for it so i'm just going to start with the story then i'm going to talk about the content loop then i'm going to talk about how it feels kind of thin at the end but hold out for some hope there might be uh some possibility of more things happening this season so first let's just start with the story the story is actually pretty interesting i think it includes long-standing characters that are pretty cool uh and we know this is tying to next year's expansion of the witch queen so this is kind of the beginning stages of this story unraveling they said in the vidog zivu arath's doing this and it's part of savathun's plan and all these dominoes are going to get set up and the final one's going to get pushed down in witch queen so I like the fact that they're forecasting an entire story kind of like we saw in year three how every season kind of tied to the next and culminated in the pyramid ships and the planets disappearing. I actually enjoy this method of storytelling. I know we're not getting quite as many cutscenes. I did think the cutscenes here were pretty cool and then they're using more of the dialogue method now where they kind of have an NPC in front of you just sort of saying dialogue. I'm okay with that. Um, Unfortunately the most impactful moment story-wise uh, was uh, was like writing in a lore post instead of being in the game. Now, it's mentioned in passing, but it doesn't really explain what happened. Sagira has died, but she didn't just die. She sacrificed herself to save Osiris in a way that was ridiculously strong, and it was the first time we ever even heard about something like this being possible, and now Osiris is referred to as one of the ghostless. Now, we don't know as a ghostless is he just, like, permadead if he dies. I think we've, we've pieced that together, but does he have abilities? Does he no longer have the ability to channel powers? Maybe we're gonna teach him how to do that later, since I believe we're becoming a guardian of power, and the stranger is going to kind of teach us how to wield both dark and light without a connection to the traveler because she doesn't really have a ghost and yet she's still wielding powers maybe we teach osiris how to do that i'm not sure if they're kind of you know setting this up for a long-term plan but that was one of the cooler story elements and it's not even included in the game pretty unfortunate although the writing was stellar So I would encourage you to go to Bungie.net and read some of that if you'd like. It's pretty long. Now, Bungie's approach to storytelling is likely due to bandwidth timing and limited resources for the seasonal story delivery. They're doing more of the NPC dialogue, as I said. They're doing more of that than ever before. I'm actually okay with this. If I'm going to spend $10 on a season, I do like the focus to be more on content and content loop and guns and gear. However... It is nice to have the story elements in the mix, and I think that's a good way of doing it. We don't need big, huge cutscenes and these amazing cinematics uh, every every single time they do a season for the 10 spot. So I think it actually works very well to keep the seasonal content feeling somewhat important and tethered 
to the single evolving world. Now let's talk about the content loop. This is where things are uh, a little not so great, okay? The Wrathborn hunts are actually great logistically speaking. You got Aldrin as a source of like you level him up, you invest, you got bounties. And I think that is a perfectly fine system. The bounties might get a little specific and a little tedious for some folks, but the actual system of getting the lures and and tuning them to pursue the things that you want, I actually like that. I think it's very, very good logistically. I also like that they did exactly what what I said they should do with the umbrals. If you remember, one of my main criticisms of the umbrals was that you did everything in the tower. And now we tune the lure in our menu, not in the tower. Nice change there as well well and the loot drops from the boss this is exactly how direct targeted farm loot pursuit should work you put the player in control of what they're chasing and it actually drops from the boss so we have an intentional loot pursuit you can do perk and stat investments and they actually have the loot dropping from the boss now i will say this it's extremely disappointing that this isn't working right now if you do the whole hey exclude these perks from the perk pool it's not working i've literally selected particular perks to not show up and those are the ones that show up sometimes i'm not really sure what's going on really hope bungie fixes this as fast as all of the other glitches and bugs that have benefited us because this one's not benefiting us you're kind of throwing away uh your time as it were i mean you can still get the weapons and get chances at them but it's not working uh, at the present time. So logistically speaking, huge thumbs up. They made all the changes that we wanted them to make about how to pursue loot. The process, however, seems heavily weighted on the front end instead of the actual Wrathborn hunts themselves. Strikes, Gambit, and Crucible have not been reinvigorated. They're simply being reused. I think there is an enormous difference between repurposing or reinvigorating content, putting new loot in there, adding new modifiers, shaking things up a little bit, they they didn't they didn't do that at all, right? They, they didn't make any changes. Now, there is a shotgun in Strikes, a grenade launcher in Gambit, and the purple pulse rifle in, in Crucible that just drop randomly. They seem to drop at a reasonable rate if you put that perk on your ghost to have legendaries drop, but they're simply reusing Strikes. So most of us are just going into Lake of Shadows with the fire team and cheesing the Lost Sector in Trossland. The Widow's Walk one, you can run it about six times and charge it up. Little tip, uh, once you get three charges, if you slot the very first like little rune thing in the in the thing in the picture here, uh, in the lure, if you slot the very first one, like you say, hey, I want this gun, and you don't do the rest, okay, you don't do the rest, it'll let you charge it one more time, totaling it to four total charges. The one that you currently sort of started, and then the three after it. So that's just a little tip to maybe make your grind a little bit better. But this is not exactly, I don't think, think a great content loop it would be a whole lot better a whole lot better if strikes had something going on in them or crucible or gambit if there was actually reinvigoration going on new loot dropping new things happening then it wouldn't be that big of a deal you'd be like you know what let me go grind a couple strikes see if i can't get some of those cool things to drop that are new and then while i'm doing that i'm charging up my lure but instead we're all you know running the lost sectors in lake of shadows 
The Wrathborn fights are also incredibly short and extremely easy, uh, especially if you get to like 52 on your season pass and you can put down a uh, a raid banner. Uh, it makes it extremely easy uh, and it doesn't take any time at all. I mean, you go in, I you know, especially I'm running a Nova Bomb and just kind of blowing the boss up. Now, I do think a really quick little fight is nice, but I spend more time in a strike or a lost sector and driving my sparrow chasing the little green smoke and then I'm in the fight for literally less than a minute all right now I had a rough go this morning because I ran out of heavy and I didn't have my super and it so it can be a little challenging then but it's just it seems really really lopsided with respect to the actual activity and what we're doing uh, now there's a possibility we don't have anything to, to back this up, but there is a possibility that there might be master Wrathborn hunts coming later and the loot pool could be expanding. We've had some people observe the fact that when you use the lure, there are perks listed there that are not on any of the Wrathborn current guns. They're just not there. Some of the perks listed are on raid guns. So there is the possibility they expand this activity or its loot pool at a later time in the season. I would welcome that. I would think that would be awesome. Make it challenging, make it tough, and make the loot better or cooler given that some of these perks aren't even showing up lastly let's talk about feeling thin this is kind of where everybody is right now it feels thin right there's there seems to be a bit of a lack of content the amount of loot added and the content itself it's just looking pretty thin i don't want to be negative too quickly this season could expand the activities or the loot pools exo challenges are listed somewhere people think that might be attached to an exotic quest it might be an actual loopable activity we don't know uh they could be taking their time year three if you remember year three with shadow keep uh dawn arrivals and worthy year three was always very front heavy because the content was only sticking around for three months now even year four it's going to allow content and loot to stick around for an entire year they could be structuring things differently and maybe every month they throw more in i would welcome that if by the end of the three months of season of the hunt we have a lot more weapons and the activities have expanded that's a great great format I also think that's just a good format seasonally to keep things fresh and fun so it doesn't feel so front heavy and everything's kind of over after a month sunsetting has also been more extreme and it reached further than many of us expected so folks are looking at the loot pool in light of all that has been sunset in light of all the planets that is left and it feels like that just uh, the best way to describe it is thin there's great structure empire hunts to pursue the things that you want the wrathborn hunts logistically are structured well legendary lost sectors are pretty good as far as a direct exotic pursuit but again it just feels thin it's not that the quality is terrible it's thin as well as this activity with the wrathborn hunts so it remains to be seen how full this game will feel after a couple of seasons since both the loot and the activities are sticking around for an entire year maybe after two or three seasons we'll be like hey the game is really picking up some steam here and there's a lot of stuff in the game to chase and do now well that that again remains to be seen my first impressions of season of the hunt are hey this is some good structure and some good quality of life changes but the actual content loop itself is very very lopsided and the loot pool feels pretty thin hoping it expands as time goes on we're going to transition to Q&A if you're a paying member you can submit questions and if you're listening to this elsewhere you can always catch us at sntrlive.com as always please like share and subscribe 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about my Season of the Hunt impressions. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or any of the podcast platforms, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. Uh, Monday through Friday want to catch me live, that's the best place to do it. Or you can bookmark sntrnetwork.com. The site got a little bit of a facelift and some new features for members, and we're going to continue adding to that next year. So, first question coming in from Horn Joe. Do you think Bungie should add more than weapons and armor to seasonal loops, currently Wrathborn? Personal, I would like to see a hard mode, low chance cosmetics, shaders, and adepts. This is actually, I think, one of the better questions to ask. It's one thing to have a quick a quick loop and some content, you know, and, and, and guns and gear you can chase. Like, that's, okay, we know that Bungie can do that, right? We, and, and ignoring the fact that Wrathborn hunts are super lopsided with respect to what I have to do. Really front heavy on having to do strikes. They just nerfed the Lost Sector thing we were all doing. So now the percentage people are getting from the Lost Sector has been gutted. So now you got to run strikes. So you got to run, you know, conceivably what three strikes and then you go do three wrathborn hunts and get three guns it's really lopsided because the wrathborn hunt takes mere like a minute or two okay so you're spending you know eight or ten minutes in a strike and then you go and spend two minutes maybe getting the gun from the wrathborn hunt so it seems you know a little lopsided now i don't mind the wrathborn portion being small it's just it feels really, really dissonant when compared to what I do in the front half, uh, if that makes sense. So, in light of that, in light of that, I would say they need to they need to look at the the, the payout. Now, if in, in when I got pretty angry when I heard they nerfed the lost sector thing, so I said, listen, increase the payout on strikes. So I won, you know, I, I won, you know, one strike, you know. And then it just fills it three times. As long as I'm doing a good job hitting hitting my crit shots and stuff and killing majors and all that, I'm not AFKing. You know, let me let me let me run one strike and then I'm I'm kind of done. Okay, and then I can go get three guns, maybe two strikes. Okay, maybe. But that's how I would have done it. You know, move people there. Then to the part of your question, I think that is important. Doing a hard mode, doing a master, you know, level. Wrathborn hunts with cosmetics and shaders and maybe different versions, adept versions of the guns. Yes, right. Th- that that's exactly that's exactly I think what they should do with any of the content is can we do a harder version with better rewards and better structure so you have that incentive to go up like they did that with the sundial right they had the hard version but it was only what you ran it for a pinnacle so you ran it one time and then that was the end of it um they nerfed the lost sector farm yeah they did they did so um yeah you know let me farm lures yeah i mean that too i i don't know they, I feel like they did this with umbrals at the beginning of the season. It's like they don't want us to get a bunch, and they so they strangle the currency, so folks try to find the fastest route to the currency. So Bungie creates all these arbitrary bottlenecks that we always just try and eat around or navigate around, instead of just creating like a really, really good content loop that we embrace and we give into. Um, I don't know. It's not a nerf. More of it rotated to a different requirement. I don't understand. What what did they actually change then, Doge? Did they push out a change on the lure itself, like with the language on it? Does it read differently now about how to charge it? 
uh, are they not giving you the made the, the lot from majors? Is that what they changed? Um, I think the major for lure will come back in a few days. Oh, do you think it didn't get nerfed? It just rotated off the lure. Oh, it might not be a nerf then. We may be misreading what happened. 40 minutes ago was reset, and it sounds like they rotated majors off of it, which makes the Lost Sector grind sort of not so great. Arc kills and abilities. Okay, maybe we misfired here. I was like, man, how would they nerf it that fast and only affect Lost Sectors? Like, that seems kind of crazy. It says eliminate high-value targets and precision damage. Doge is saying it says something else. Eric Leader taking us to nine new members for the day. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Um, it still doesn't work. I keep getting the excluded perks on my guns. That really, to me, is the biggest problem. If you find some fast route to lures, go for it. Find a fast route to lures, and then you're going to get the guns. At least make the thing work right. Like, we're, we're, we're spending a currency to exclude perks, and it's not even working. Like, come on, man. You guys got to be better about this kind of stuff. It's really, really hard. It's really, really hard to enjoy content when it's not even working day one. You know? Will there be a fire team search on the SNTR site? You know, that could be a great feature we could add. I wonder if Bungie's fire team search is just going to be automatically more effective, but we could add that as a feature. My concern would be quantity, uh, at least in the short term. You'd get a, probably a quicker response time and better quantity of players if you just use Bungie's fire team search. We have LFG in the Discord, though, and Discord's open to the public if you'd like to use that. Mr. Han Brolo, so far, Bungie seems to be riding this casual hardcore line with every content loop. The hunts have potential to be good hardcore grind, but the way they give currency away and the difficulty level seems very casual friendly. Do you think this approach is having a negative impact on the content? Well, I think it just continues to prove they need difficulty spectrum. I actually think it's totally fine to say, hey, you can run this and this and this. It's pretty quick, pretty fast, targeted farm. Here's your stuff. Goodbye. Do it again. Right? I think that's totally fine. I think the issue, the main issue, is that there's no spectrum. So we're all sort of just doing the same thing as quickly as possible instead of saying, okay, this version is a little bit harder, takes a little bit longer, but it's dropping adept weapons. My personal opinion on the weapon structure is Bungie is totally in their right to only give us batches of weapons in smaller quantity if the quality goes up, if activities and loot pools have normal and hard modes, and hard modes get you the adept version, the enhanced versions, whatever you want to call it, the better versions of the weapons. So now it's like... Well, yeah, we're getting less weapons, but there's more quality to them. You can do a massive loot injection like they did in Taken King or Rise of Iron and give all the vendors new weapons, and then 80% of those weapons are terrible trash that no one uses. You cut that in half, give us that amount of weapons, and then do normal hard mode and have better versions of the weapons in hard mode, and now you just reinvigorated virtually all of the content. Strikes, Gambit, Crucible. Now, you can't necessarily do it in Crucible and Gambit, but... You know, PVE has structure for strike difficulty, and then the seasonal content could as well. 
That's what I'm saying. The loops don't have a hardcore aspect. It's just very easy and casual. I've maxed out the ranks within a few hours. Even as a casual, it doesn't seem like it'd take more than a week. I would, uh, I'll save my full take for call-ins. Oh, I don't know. If we're, I don't think we're, we've kind of not been doing the call-ins lately. Um, just because of, I want to get back into the grind. I think we're going to re, we're going to reinstitute call-ins after the raid. I'm just a little too busy this week leading to raid is all trying to get as much done as much you know backfill as I can and as many god rolls as I can get Nova hands um I'm doing the raid with you I know why that didn't make any sense Nova hands seasonal content is going to remain in the game now this is great for slower players and late adopters but what benefit is there going to provide for the hardcore daily player if they're torn if they've torn through it is it really going to pad the game in any significant way well I mean this is why I mean you are now approaching it from a different vantage point but an equally important one if the content's sticking around for a year that is great for everybody but you know if I don't know year three everything was really really um, everything was really front heavy in year three and I don't know if it was good for the content. Um, I don't know if it was good for the content. It being super front heavy, a month into the season, we were kind of like, eh, you know, eh, it, it, this isn't, there's nothing to do, I'm bored or whatever. So I think that 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 was a great structure when stuff was was expiring. That was great. That was a great structure when stuff was expiring. But the fact of the matter is. Um, the 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 seasonal content works for a couple of reasons it always gives you something to do and it shows up at a regular interval so hardcore players do we need to adapt to that interval or does Bungie need to adapt some of the structure to us I'm not asking for the game to be crafted around us but you have to consider those that can play more and those that can put in more hours you, you do I think Bungie needs to consider how exactly that ends up playing out with respect to you know are are you basically are you basically done with the content a month in and if you are then are they going to are they okay with that number 1 are they okay with that that's the first question and then secondly do they have plans to maybe modify that mitigate that slow some of that down now i'm not talking about arbitrary time gates or forcing people through content and things like that i'm not I, i'm not an advocate for that but they've got to think through and this is this is why i think saving harder versions and more loot for later in the season would probably be a really really good call um, you know, increasing difficulty of the nightmare, uh, I'm sorry, of the uh, Empire hunts and the Wrathborn hunts and then all the weapons go up in quality. Now, somebody might look at that and say, well, then why on earth would I ever play for the normal version? Well, I mean, th- th- that's probably a valid question, but while you're grinding for the normal version and getting those guns, you're getting to test them out, you're finding the ones that you might like, maybe the ones you dislike so you know what to focus on. Also, you're leveling up the NPC, you're working on getting everything unlocked, you're kind of preparing for the hard mode. So even if the loot is a little bit of a throwaway in those early months or in that early month, that's totally fine. Again, like a, a good example, the fusion rifle. Okay? The fusion rifle. Aggressive frame uh, aggressive frame uh, fusion rifle. Ep- right now, a lot of people are finding out that they like that fusion rifle. Well, you wouldn't have, right? 
you 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 wouldn't have if if you you were just ignoring those weapons until if I'm imagining let's imagine there's a hard empire mode coming out empire hunt mode and you're waiting well in the interim you'd have no idea that you like that fusion if you ignored it for the first month so a lot of folks are getting that fusion finding out they like it and then if later on down the line there are master empire hunts and I could do those master empire hunts for an adept version of that fusion you better believe I'd be going for that because I actually think the fusion is really really solid um all these questions being fired not one community Q&A I think I don't know if people are going to want to use that while I'm live I feel like that's probably going to get the most traction when we're not live like maybe we could do a nightly um a nightly topic focus or something maybe let VIPs pick it or drive that or something and I could put it in the announcements in discord and we get everybody go and use the community Q&A I feel like it'll probably be a better suited tool for after hours um because when I'm live, I don't, it's, it's going to be tough to get people to click click out. You're baiting? Yeah, but it's good brainstorm just to think through, like, we, maybe we could do something fun after hours. Um, I throw something in the Discord, go back and forth with some folks, and I'm like, alright, cool. We threw this on the uh, we threw this on the the community thing. 30 and so gaming is only 180 subs away from 1k. Oh, you guys got them so close to 1k. Nice. Um, so... Next question from Brolo. Follow-up question. Do you feel the lack of crossover between Fireteam and solo gameplay will make the grind feel more segregating? It would have been better uh, to have the objectives be team-based for the lures than to have us fight award a weapon so long as the lure was used by the Fireteam member. Oh, shoot. I forgot to put this in my talk. Yes, this is the only flaw in the logistical structure of the Wrathborn hunts. I think the Wrathborn hunts are great logistically, but this aspect is so dumb. It's so dumb. You they're they're basically encouraging you to not play together unless you're targeting the exact same thing and going for the exact same boss. So if I'm going for the grenade launcher and you're going for a different weapon and we're targeting different bosses, we can't play together because you're going to help me kill a boss and you won't get your drop and if they don't explain that fire teams are going to be like i don't understand what's going on and it's going to be like oh well you're targeting a different person a different you know you're on a different hunt that's probably the biggest and most glaring flaw in the logistics the logistics are great except for that look i get it it's a targeted farm you're going after a particular boss and that boss is who drops the gun i 100% understand it but in execution it's just kind of stupid it's like i was playing with people yesterday we charged the lures and then when we went to do the hunt we had to separate because we weren't doing the same thing i i don't know the the only thing i could think that they're doing is they're like hey most people just tend to play by themselves now if they're basing those statistics off of year three that's their own doing with the with the bounty focus and everybody went to you know law sectors to do bounties um each new lure charge has different requirements now it seems to rotate after each completed charge oh maybe they did push out an update to make it harder just to live in a lost sector um that's interesting um uh you know it's just one of those things where if you 
I don't know. I understand where they're going from, but it's super, super solo player focused, and so are Legendary Lost Sectors. I don't know. It's like, man, you guys are really driving people to play alone right now. Uh, I wonder if there will be larger Mega Wrath enemies that will require multiple teammates and a fully charged lure. I mean, that's that's possible. That's possible. Um, You know, that that is... That is possible. But I don't know. They've not said anything. So I'm not going to hang anything on that. I'm not going to hang anything on that. I'm going to say, you know, at, at its current juncture, it's kind of messed up. Um, say goodbye to easy lure charges. I just did Widow's Walk twice in Lake of Shadows and I'm sitting at 2%. Completions of activities are probably the only thing that count towards the charge now. He needs to read his lure carefully because Doge said they just rotated the requirements so he probably has he he probably has a uh, a way a way to he probably has a way to do it um you have to be a member to ask but he still looks at chat wait is is that guy Mike giving me grief about only taking questions from paying members I mean listen you can put things in chat and I'll interact with you the only reason we protect the question command is because it auto populates a spreadsheet and I don't want any old troll that drives by chat being able to do that it's part of a membership perk and if you don't like it um, I, I don't have the capacity to care about you not liking it I'm a highly interactive streamer and it's just a way to protect the spreadsheet so I you know no one ever comes here as a non-paying member and feels like they can't get interaction from me if you feel that way you're dreaming like I, I've never ever made anybody feel like they have to pay money to interact with me Oaken do you think the drip feeding the DLC in season is actually a good move I see it as necessary people burn through the content in the first week and then they complain about a lack of content I um I always, always have said it's better to, to, to trot things out in pieces. Uh, we, we, we put things out in pieces. So, that way, you, you yeah, you can't burn through. Now, listen, I'm not about micromanaging the player, but there is a degree of player protection that you have to do. Whenever the guy from Diablo, the guy that basically helped save Diablo 3 with their loot 2.0 and their seasonal content, I mean, Diablo 3... Blizzard, that team, they have mastered the art of extending endgame. They've just mastered it. It's beautiful. So many so many companies should be studying what they did and listening to them when they talk, right? Um, so, you know what I mean? It's like, if, if people are going to burn through the content in like a, a week or two, you're going to run out really fast. And he said, and when in his Reddit post about you know uh, Anthem's loot problems, he said that you have to protect players from themselves. My toe is fine, by the way; it wasn't broken or anything. You have to protect players from themselves because they'll run in a ten foot circle if you let them, and then they're like, "There's nothing to do." Well, yeah, you're running in a ten foot circle. You expedite everything. Like people will dupe lures, they will dupe farm, they will AFK farm, they will take shortcuts, they will take exploits, and then they will just moan up a storm about have no- having nothing to do. Okay, you do to some degree. It, you have to protect players from themselves. You do. Um, you just have to be careful not to overreach. You need things to feel full and substantive at the beginning of an expansion. Because um, I think somebody's making a good point in chat saying drip feeds the problem when people post their reviews right away, right? Well, 
a seasonal drip for 10 bucks you could you should kind of expect it to drip out kind of slow but for an expansion i think people are just like man there's just not much here you know there's not much here an expansion should make you feel slightly daunted by how much there is to do and then you slowly you slowly get to you know some stabilization and some equilibrium and you feel like you have kind of the the everything kind of in your in your you know where to go and what to do and how quickly you can do it. And then for seasonal content, I do think the expectation is slightly different. It's like, that's eh, $10. They're going to space it out a little bit more, you know? Um, so, Lono constantly reacts to as much paying and non-paying members as possible equally. Keep in mind, he's reading Discord chat and YouTube chat at the same time. He can only interact with so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I do uh, an adequate job of interacting with, uh, with, with everybody as often as I can. Um, I personally am a little daunted by how much there is to do right now. There is quite a bit, honestly. Uh, there is quite a bit. Honestly, once you kind of come up for air from leveling and you stop leveling, there actually is a lot of stuff to do. There is. Uh, the Empire hunts with Varix, pursuing everything with a stranger as far as getting all of your uh, stuff for stasis. And now you've got the uh, the Wrathborn hunts. It's kind of a lot if you don't have a lot of time in the day to play. I just worry that when you plow through eight, eight, nine, and 10 hours, you're going to do things that take you a day and that takes a normal player a week. And so they feel like, oh man, there's still so much left for me to do. I just started. And you're like, oh, I'm done. What else is next? You know, I, I am a little... I don't know what word to use I'm going to theorize that I think maybe hardcore player hours have gone up and so substance is just going to get hacked to ribbons a lot quicker because people are stuck at home they have more time to be at home and more time to play than usual you don't have that normal life schedule impeding on your launch playtime, and so I'm wondering if that's playing a part here just a little bit. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that there aren't any problems. I do believe the loot quantity is something that needs to be looked at. So, but I also think it's a perfect storm. They didn't deliver a ton and more people are playing more than they used to. Um, so it's kind of a perfect storm. Uh, I think that the expansion being drip fed gives me more of an evolving world yeah it also feels like more is going on there's always kind of something happening yeah I agree with that why are they so quick to patch the farm spots what do you actually think they're afraid of streamers and other limited parties get to run the exploit and then the average guy comes home and it's gone I have always had this attitude about this sort of thing you announce that you are patching it and you give people like a week that is my opinion on these sorts of things. Now, if it's breaking Crucible and making experiences really unenjoyable for people like the Wither Horde being brokenly strong, yes, disable that. But if I find a really, really good farm to get to 1200, okay, and it's ridiculous, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so great, I got all three of my characters to 1200, Bungie should send out a tweet and a blog, and maybe even little posts in game that says, hey, we're aware that the grind at 1200 is uh, being expedited a little bit by grinding certain aspects of the game. Um, we, uh, we are letting everybody know that this will be patched within the week, so bank error in your favor for the time being. 
that's how I think they should handle these sorts of things. Now, they're probably going to push back and say, as a developer, we don't want to draw attention to exploits, bugs, or loopholes, or things of that nature, because it makes more people do it, and it's bad for the, the, the health and the basic rhythm of the game for the player base. I mean... <sighs> I can see that side of it. I 100% can see that side of it and how they wouldn't want to draw attention to it. But at the same time, I do think when they find something like that, I'll give you another example. Umbrals were giving people powerfuls on armor. That wasn't an exploit. That wasn't anything. That was just a bank error in our favor. What they should have said is, hey, we, it's come to our attention that umbrals uh, focused on armor are sometimes giving powerful rewards. This will be patched within the week, so in the meantime, enjoy getting little extra bumps of power on any umbrals focused to armor. You let everybody know that it's going to get patched, and you give people a chance to kind of, you know, take, you know, enjoy the the extra spoils of war, you know. A five spot from Matt in Super Chat. I agree with it being a perfect spawn. My friends are doing col- uh, who are doing college are ripping through the content, while me, I work, and it's perfect for me. Right. If, you, if normal life rhythms and schedules haven't changed much for you, then you probably do feel like there's a good amount of content in here. You know? So, I, you know, remember Prometheus Lens? That was a good way to go about it. Right. You're like, hey, enjoy it. Again, it's a that's a line from Monopoly, right? Bank error in your favor. I think they need to take the idea of bank error in your favor. Kind of like how they did with double drops for the nightfall. Yeah, they made it a thing. They need to say, hey, we know people are doing this. Enjoy it while it lasts. It's going to get patched this Tuesday. And listen, you're still going to miss out. You're still going to have people that miss out on that. But at the very least, at least it's not like the portcullis comes slamming down and you're like, oh man, everybody got inside and got to enjoy all the spoils of war and we're out here in the cold. This sucks, you know. And I said this earlier, the player behavior communicates something. If we don't feel like running three strikes to charge the lure three times and we're doing the dadgum lost sector thing that communicates something rather than slamming it down and saying no 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 and it's like this passive finger wag in our face incentivize us to do something else I've said this many many times there's two ways to change player behavior you can restrict player behavior or you can incentivize different behavior you can restrict my behavior and say nope can't go there nope can't go there nope and keep slamming all these doors in my face or you can say, hey, we see players doing this and this as a way to expedite the lure charging, as a way to make up for the fact that we're going to be closing that down so you can't do that anymore. We're increasing the charge rate of the lure if you're in the strike playlist, crucible playlist, or gambit games. It should now be fully charging three charges after one or two games, matches, or strikes if you are appropriately doing the, the optional challenges, right? So rather than just restrict and micromanage, you need to kind of do both. A, you know, that's not intended. We're shutting that down. But in light of the fact that people are really trying to bypass this grind, we're going to really try to motivate you to do it the right way. We've upped the percentage payout in strikes. You're going to find an inadequate, uh, you know, amount after one or two strikes, one or two Gambit or Crucible matches. You got to meet us halfway. Quit slamming the door in our face. You're creating all these grinds. We find the path of least resistance, and then we get slapped down for it. Read the player behavior, interpret it, and try to incentivize us to take the routes that you would like. The only time they ever did that is when we boycotted the Seraph Towers. 
I forget what happened there. That yeah, well, I I remember that. I remember people being like, "No, we're not doing it." Oh, it was for the challenge, wasn't it? We weren't getting enough percentage or something, or nobody wanted to do it, and so we weren't going to complete the challenge. So didn't they add some multiplier or something? <laughs> yeah, it is rough. It is rough. Avenger with the next question. To me, this is very ironic that when they said that they will reinvigorate the core playlist, this is what we got. Do you think this is going to stay constant where they focus or where they force us into core playlists with new updates to them? Uh, A Yates9137 coming in with the 10th new member of the day, number 10. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. When you guys become a paying member here, you get a badge, you get emotes and perks on our Discord server. It is free to subscribe, by the way. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, you can do that knowing that I don't do a bunch of uploads anymore. It's purely live content now. I'm not going to overwhelm your sub feed and I am safe for work and we are trying to hit some milestones with the sub count. So keep pressing that button if you haven't already. It is free to sub. Uh, membership is a different thing. That's the join button and that is a paid thing. Subscribing is separate and totally free. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're reinvigorating the core playlist later. I don't think this counts. I think when they said they're looking at bringing adept weapons to strikes, I think that's what they're setting their sights on for reinvigoration. Happy I found you here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Tell all your friends where I am now. <laughs> We're ending our fourth month over here, and it's been amazing. So that that's my, that's my take on it is... I don't think that this is their version of reinvigoration. I think they're going to be doing reinvigoration later. Now, if this is their version of reinvigoration, allow me to go on a mini mini rant, okay? There is a gigantic difference between reinvigoration and reusing. It isn't the same at all, okay? Reinvigorating a playlist, reinvigorating a playlist would mean putting new things in there, new purpose, new features, new new something, okay? reusing it is not reinvigorating it it isn't Are, would anybody say with a straight face hey we reinvigorated garden of salvation oh yeah how what's in there oh nothing you just have to run it as step one of this quest what the frick are you talking about? That's not reinvigoration. You're just making me run it like it's homework. That that's You're just reusing it. There is a Grand Canyon-sized chasm of difference between reusing something and repurposing it, okay? It's totally different. Think of it in the realm of, like, around your house. You could reuse that towel and just keep reusing it to dry your dishes repurposing the towel would mean it changes it's what it's used for what it looks like it's repurposed not just reused strikes are like an old dingy dish towel that Bungie just keeps reusing instead of repurposing and reinvigorating I think that is one of the reasons that is one of the reasons people are already turning on the season of the hunt. They're like, are you freaking kidding me? I don't want to go run strikes. There's no reason to like, there's no reason to there isn't. They didn't add a reason. 
if we think of think of it from this perspective if they would have reinvigorated the strike playlist with new guns and new loot and a new pursuit and they updated Zavala and we were doing that for about a week and we were digging it and then they came along and said hey season of the hunt's gonna plug right in with that you charge this lure by running strikes you're like well dope I'm already enjoying running strikes now it serves two purposes this is great I get to do two things at once I'm grinding strikes I'm getting currency to increase Zavala's rank I get increased efficiencies when I increase Zavala's rank I'm getting loot in the strikes I'm charging my lure to take a break from strikes so I don't get burned out I go do the Wrathborn hunts so I don't get burned out on Wrathborn hunts there's a natural loop back over to strikes that's how you do it that's how you reinvigorate content they've not done that they, they have not done that they're like hey uh, go run strikes why no particular reason you just gotta charge this lure up what and they add a random drop shotgun to strikes that's literally the only thing they did to it so I, I don't know I just if and hear me out this rant is only if they think that's reinvigoration my theory is that that's not what they're doing there is something coming to strikes in the form of adept weapons as they said and that will be the reinvigoration the question is how many how many will it be will it be a handful of weapons will it be you know whatever even that gets tiring well that see that's the beauty of having multiple content loops gabriel because if you get sick of running strikes and trying to do stuff for Zavala and level up Zavala, Drifter would have a similar setup. Couple of new guns, couple of new loot pursuits. You have a rank with Drifter that goes up as you play, and as you invest in him, you, you know your perks and your grind get a little bit better. You do the same thing with um, Shax and the Crucible, and then you got Empire hunts with Varix. You've you've got multiple loops to take yourself in and out of. So if you do start to get burned out in one of the loops you just switch to another one because the empire hunt loot's going to get old the prerequisites are tedious they take a while then you got to go all the way back you know to the east east bufu and then you get all the way back there and you kill the you kill a lieutenant and then you get one gun and you're like ah it's getting old okay run some strikes get some loot okay well you're kind of burned out on strikes your lures charged up go chase some of the go chase some of the wrathborn stuff you see one of the reasons i think age of triumph was so celebrated in Destiny 1 is you spent a week in in one particular raid and then the next week it was something else. It's hard to get burned out when you spend one week in Kingsfall and then three weeks not in Kingsfall but another raid. You're not going to get burned out on Kingsfall. You got to wait three weeks to do it again. If, If you structure content loops to have people ping ponging around and getting benefits the entire time that's the recipe people don't get burned out and there's more to do and more loot to chase i think people are completely and legitimately it's completely legitimate for people to be irritated at the fact that like they added so few weapons after sunsetting so many and here's zavala shacks and the drifter sit with zero reinvigoration they did they made an armor set what the frick have you been doing for a year you, you could only make one armor set? That's it? And three weapons spread out across all of them? That's all you could make for them? I don't know. Maybe in their mind, that's not the core of the expansion. That's not where the value is. So in their mind, they're thinking, we can beef those guys up in the seasons. That'll make the seasons feel a little bit more substantive. They wanted all the value and all the focus to be on Europa. I, I, I don't know. I don't. But... 
you know there's something wrong if the minute you're asked to go run strikes, you're like, come on. It's it's a brand new year, a brand new expansion, expansion. And when they tell you to go run strikes, everyone's like, are you kidding me? I don't want to do that. There's no reason to do that. I don't think it's lazy. I don't. I just want to know what were you doing instead? You know, loot quantity is equal to like a season, kind of. Season of Dawn had basically this much loot added as far as as far as gun count goes. So I'm I'm genuinely curious like what in the world were you doing? You you couldn't do I would have given them a pass if they would have done the armor. The armor was the same except that the the um except for the what's it called? It's it's not called it's it's not called a shader. It's called um oh my god, decal. The the, the decal differences between the armor. I'd have been totally okay with that if they added some guns. If they added some guns and they gave me a reason to play the content and level that person up. All they had to do was turn the, the NPCs into an obelisk, like from like from Season of Dawn, where you leveled up the obelisk and you got different perks and benefits from doing so. Give me that reason to level up Zavala, Shax, and the Drifter. I get different perks and benefits in those particular game modes. And then give me a couple of weapons to pursue. And you you did it. That's that's it. If that was happening, and then Crow shows up, he's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, you got to charge this lure. Uh, you can run Gambit, Crucible, or Strikes to charge it up. We'd be like, okay, cool. I'm already kind of doing that. There's a reason to go grind those activities right now. It's it's a monkey wrench. It's It's a record scratch when it's like, Hey, welcome to the new content. Thanks for coming in. Your first assignment is to go run old content, and there's no real reason to do so. And yeah, just a preliminary check mark to elongate the content. Okay, go have fun. Bungie has to figure out a way to do that without it feeling like a record scratch. Welcome to the new content. Go run the old stuff. I'm so, I'm what? I'm sorry. What are we gonna do this all the time? Is it, is, is this the pattern? You know what I mean? You can't say that's not the focus when they have the content loops be tied to the content and over half of the expansion time gated till after the raid. They know the core part of their game is strikes, yet they chose to tell us that their focus isn't strikes and didn't add a single map for both playlists. Then they force us to go into these playlists uh, for my content on Europa. You want to unlock a new ability? Go play strikes. Want that fragment? Go play some gambit. Want a new grenade? Go play some crucible. That's Yeah, that's totally fair feedback with respect to like they didn't want that to be the focus. It's just a checkpoint. I think what I mean is, if I'm going to repackage what I said, I don't think they wanted people only running Strikes, Crucible, or Gambit because they were reinvigorated and they had new loot pursuits and new ranks, and then you're kind of ignoring the campaign in Europa and all that stuff. Like, in my mind, they didn't want that to become a focus. What you're saying is true, but it's temporary. You do that that first week and then you don't look back. I'm talking about something that you would be doing for the duration of the season, more than likely, if it was a really reinvigorated grind. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to hang out in strikes 
a bunch or I'm going to hang out in Gambit or Crucible or whatever and I don't think they wanted you to focus on that it is a temporary thing you only really do it as a preliminary thing at the beginning also consider that's also a great way to expose new players to all of the content that's probably a part of the structure as well you're letting them know hey there's strikes go run some strikes stasis and strikes feel how that feels go run some Gambit go run some Crucible feel how that feels and then and then that's kind of the uh that's kind of the that's kind of like the the end of it. I don't have to do any of that ever again now. I think Bungie should ditch the whole light level system and approach it in a way that we could just enjoy the new stuff and not feel that we need to run the old stuff. The only reason I don't agree with you is because remember the obelisk grind that we had to do at the beginning of Season of Dawn and everybody complained about it and I said, "Listen, if you chose from moment one just to live in the sundial and there was nothing standing in your way of doing that, there was no preliminary grind, there was no rerouting you, then you would have gotten burned out like a thousand times faster. I do think it's sensible for Bungie to reroute us through old content or existing content. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it falls incredibly short when they're rerouting you through content that hasn't been reinvigorated or given life at all. They've done nothing to the content. That's when it feels like a complete and utter waste of time. Like, the best example I can give you from Destiny 1 is when the Taken King came out and they sent us back to the Cosmodrome for something and nothing had really changed on the Cosmodrome and you were like, this place is dead, it's boring, it's old, why am I here? Well, you only went there for like one little short mission. There's a big difference between that and Welcome to Beyond Light, you know, as Avenger just said, go run Strikes, go run Gambit, go run Crucible, welcome to Season of the Hunt with the Crow and Osiris and Spider, go run Strikes to charge the lure. It's like, man, oh man, you guys keep sending me into old content. I wouldn't mind that if the content had some life breathed into it. Again, huge difference between repurposing and reusing. They're just reusing it. It's like I said, it's an old, dingy, dirty dish rag. Either, either get a new one, new strikes, new modifiers, new experiences, or repurpose them. Add some crazy modifiers. Instead of snowballs everywhere, put scorch cannons everywhere. Put snowballs everywhere. Put SIVA charges everywhere. Put swords everywhere as a modifier just to add some spice and some fun and put some loot in there. I don't... I don't want to bang on this drum too long, and I don't want to side with the people that are like, loot, 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 but it's like this is a looter shooter and I feel like a very basic prerequisite to content that you're going to make me run and do is that there is some semblance of loot attached to it as opposed to feeling like busy work because then what do you do all you're trying to do is go as fast as humanly possible to get that lure charged and so now the content feels even worse. You're just like, come on, you're just you're just squeezing that content. You're like, just give me the lure. And then you go and try and get the gun. So you end up loathing and hating strikes even more if you were... Pl- oh, man. I, I don't know. I don't want to act like it's super simple and super easy. But all they had to do was everything I just talked about with like, give me an NPC rank, a reason to level the NPC, give me some new loot to chase. And then if you're playing strikes... You can adjust the drop rate and the reward rate as long as I'm killing lots of enemies. So now I'm incentivized to actually partake in the content in a way that I haven't in a really long time because most people just run through strikes and skip 80% of them. So, 
it's an action MMO it's also a looter shooter like that's like saying you know that Borderlands is just a co-op FPS yeah it's also a looter shooter action MMO and looter shooter are not mutually exclusive they're merely descriptors of the game that can live in harmony they don't contradict each other uh, the whole reason sunsetting was coming is that they were going to blow our minds with the perks and the perk combos. No perk I've seen this season even comes close to that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and look at the raid the raid weapons. That's the real question, you know? Smashville. After a year, do you think Bungie should have stayed with Activision, or do you think that they made a good decision? This is something people need to understand. I'm being critical. I'm, 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 I'm pushing against some of the decisions they made, but you have to understand that was not a road we wanted to go down. Activision wanted them to launch a third game this year. That would have been a disaster. I would rather have a good but not great, a solid but not refined expansion. It's solid. It's not refined. It's got its problems. It's good. It's not great. It's certainly not great. It's good. It's doing the job. I'd rather have this than a bumbled third third game give me this every time they can work with this they can build off this they can iterate they can they can they can improve expand and make this better a third a third game destiny 3 falling flat on its face would have been the end of the franchise i think i don't i don't think because number one if anything this expansion proves even with the help of High Moon and VV, Vicarious Visions, I don't think a third game would have ever been as would have ever gotten off the ground. It would have been terrible. So I I don't know. It's just I I know it's frustrating to have problems or disappointments or to feel like the loot's pretty lackluster or thin. But Activision was literally going to force another game release, and it would not have worked. We want to make more recluses, so here's a kinetic sub with Rampage. Right, I think there was a theory from another YouTuber that said the reason Bungie was going so hard at uh, sunsetting was to get rid of a lot of perk combinations. I, I, I reject that theory with evidence now. There's no evidence of that if you look at a lot of the perk combinations right now. There are literally, uh, there's literally a sub machine gun right now you can get with like a very basic Rampage uh, perk roll that you could get in year two and three. So it's like I, I don't. I, now again, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for the raid weapons to land. You gotta wait to see what trials adept weapons feel like. But I don't think that theory is correct. I don't think that they overreach with sunsetting to get rid of certain perk combinations. I think that theory was it sounded really really good. But I already think the proof is in the pudding. They're already adding guns back into the back into the loot pool that have basically the same roles we got in year two three. They're not getting rid of rampage. It's, it's here, you know. I think they were aiming at specific combos being the staple and not so much completely getting rid of them. It's that and unique perks like the one the recluse had. I mean, I I understand that that's probably true. Some of the perk combinations are gone. Also, um, consider this. They added some of the perk types that we were looking for. Utility perk types. What The gun gets better if your abilities are full. Uh, the gun kills give you ability energy. The gun kills give you... Um, it gives you uh, super energy. Uh, chain reaction, you know, is an elemental chain reaction thing. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the you are not prepared tweet is, um, is starting to look kind of silly. 
it is starting to get look kind of silly. Unless, I don't know, unless this is step one and there's eight more steps coming in year four and we get to the end of year four and we're like, okay, okay, it was a slow start, it was a slow burn, but things really started to pick up as far as how much loot was in the game and I don't know, quality of loot, I have no idea. Um, I think he was talking to his QA team. (laughs) Joseph Young. Is it possible that Bungie has delayed some of the weapons in the game to come after the raid releases? It would make sense given that the raid that there needs to be new items to chase. Um, so this is a theory that's been floated around, so we don't need to spend a ton of time on this because we do have a couple, we're about halfway through the questions and I went a little long on a couple of them. I think that this is a good theory. I'm not going to really start promoting this theory that after the raid is beaten, there'll be new activities and new loot pursuits like the exo challenges. I do know that Bungie likes to do that. They like to, um, they like to create uh, this sense of the raid and other things um, being a being a changer to the game. You know, it changes it changes the game, uh, and because it changes the game, they're 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 gonna maybe again maybe they're going to give that semblance of like you have changed the game and there's new content there's new loot there's new everything else um read uh go to raid secrets and read the post called cash of the crypts i mean i i'm not going to go read that right now and i'm probably not going to go read it later could you give me a spoiler free too long didn't read like are people theorizing based on things that it looks like we're going to be getting more? I don't know. Listen, because of collections and APIs and data mining, they may be saying, listen, this is month one, and then month two, there's more stuff on the way. I don't know. Explore the secrets of Europa on the calendar goes until January. Well, what the frick is that? What What do you mean explore the secrets of Europa? What, that, that goes until January? When does that start? Does it start day one or does that start with the raid? I don't know. But that's on the calendar. Explore the secrets of Europa. I, I, what is that? Is is that just the fragments and the aspects? And then by the time we get to that date in January, we've gotten them all? I don't think so. That's too many weeks. They Again, they could, they could be... I'm not going to sit here and tell you there, there's a there's a Santa Claus bag of goodies waiting for us that they're just going to dump on the game at some point, but it is possible that December they 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 push out more and then January they push out more and then we get to the end of the season we're like okay this was actually pretty good, um, I don't know. Um, I do. Th- this is why I've continued to like I keep pulling it back and I'm like all right we're upset. I'm leaving room for more to come. I'm leaving room for more to come. I keep saying that. That's kind of my that's kind of my safety net right now. Um, so it's actually nine weeks, so it could be the penguins. I swear if it's literally freaking nine weeks of penguins, I will I will go to the zoo and I will scream at the penguins and record it. And it's gonna be bad for everybody. Ashen Hollow. Should they have tied more to the seasonal activity to Europa, similar to Season of the Undying? Um, no, I don't think this is necessary. I think I think it's totally fine. Uh, I think it's totally fine to actually have them completely separate. Um, I don't have a strong opinion here. I think it being separate is actually pretty good. Um, 
you know, I just brought the new Zelda ugly Christmas setter with your code. Thanks, homie. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, by the way, guys, we're working with 80s tees. If you want to use the shirt command, the shirt I'm wearing, uh, there'll be a link provided to the neon retro Back to the Future. Uh, use code LONO at 80stees.com and you get 30% off. It doesn't have to be this shirt, any of the shirts there. We're really trying to, uh, well, I'm trying to wow the founder of the company because they have like an affiliate application you can fill out. I'm like, Send me some shirts. I'm going to show you what I can do. I'm not filling out the application just yet. So uh, you guys have brought it really, really huge today with the support. So uh, where I think we're going to, I think we're going to impress them. You buy a ton of shirts from them. Well, start using my code when you do use code Lono. Um, so holding you to the screaming at the zoo life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to. It's a little bit. It'll be terrible. It will be awful to see penguins yelled at. They don't deserve it, but I will do it. I would. I would yell at that. A little baby penguin. Yeah. I'll be like, it's all your fault. Like, yeah. It's it's gonna be really really bad. Jabummy coming in, taking us to eleven new members of the day. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Your dope and deserve dope stuff. Thank you for clicking the join button. How many so far? I have no idea. Early this morning, it was already at 16 code usage, so it's it's going to be nuts by the end of the day. Uh, I, I I was telling him, I was like, listen, I, I approached a t-shirt company a year ago, and they brushed me off. And I'm like, this is such an easy win. I'm always wearing dope shirts. So, you know, I bought a shirt. I used code Lono is dumb. Did I do it right? I mean... I'll let him know, Teddy, that I have some senior citizens that watch me, and there might have been some error in the code usages. I'm sure he'll understand. Um, I'm, 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 I, I bet, I bet he'll, he can fix it in the back end. It's okay. Um, so, you probably need a disclaimer that the penguin thing is a joke because Twitter yelling at penguins. So, listen, you can't cancel me again. And if you try to cancel me for saying I'll go yell at penguins, then please try I would I, I would love for more people to find out that I'm streaming here just keep clipping me and promoting me on Twitter I appreciate the free advertisement Martin coming in new member number 12 enjoy the dope badge and emotes your dope and deserve dope stuff thank you for clicking the join button Teddy said thanks son <laughs> in a stunning turn of events here at the local uh, zoo a man oddly looked like a very short Jesus was yelling at penguins we're not quite sure what was going on something about disappointing content loops and uh, and, and, and being disappointed and we're not really sure what's happening uh, Matt coming in taking us to lucky number 13 member of the day enjoy the dope badge and emotes you are dope and deserve dope stuff uh, next question clap for you do you think with osiris being ghostless they're setting him up to take zavala's place at the helm i i don't know uh he's a warlock ikor is a warlock so i don't know if they want him to replace anybody on the vanguard what are they going to do with her uh you know what are they going to do with her uh he could listen this is actually the theory i kind of spit out a little bit earlier today I believe we are becoming a guardian of power and the stranger is ultimately teaching us how to do that. Hey, we hit 44k subs. Keep hitting the sub button if you haven't already. Thank you guys. Another big milestone. Um, We could teach him to be a guardian of power as this story evolves. Um, No, no, no. You can just keep using code Lono Karma Policeman if you place multiple orders at different times. Yeah, it's just an active code on their site. 
Um, I think we're going to teach him to become a guardian of power. He's no longer going to have his connection to the light, and we're going to teach him. We are going to teach him how to wield light and dark powers, uh, and we're going to teach him by being to, to be a guardian of power. I believe that's what we're becoming, and he could become one too, and that could be a great catalyst in the story. I think um, Zavala isn't ghostless, by the way. I don't know if that's what you were meaning to say. Jose says, does it concern you that Bungie is drip feeding loot as opposed to letting us grind it all at our desired pace? Bit of a repeat question. I'm actually okay with stuff coming out slowly. Um, they're setting up a dichotomy between us and the NPCs, the light side with Anna Zavala, Ikora, the dark side with Drifter Stranger, Eris. Now we have Saint and Osiris. Uh, Saint would never go dark. Osiris, however, may be forced to. Yeah, that's not a bad theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could cause a rift between Saint and Osiris as they seem to be either very, very strongly platonically connected. I actually think they're they're romantically connected, but whatever. There's different theories there. The lore indicated the lore indicated that Osiris, when he was dying, saw a, a potential life of peace and serenity, but it was only with Saint. That's I think bigger than just a platonic relationship. I think there's something more there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that could cause a nice rift in the relationship. Everybody likes that, you know, so there's a possibility there. A coup de papa. Minus having the ability to revive currently. Could we see Osiris claiming stasis as it seems you don't need your ghost to use the darkness? Yeah. Related to the last question and everything we just outlined. Sorry, we kind of already answered your question. A coup de papa. Neos says, do you think that we don't have enough content because we're speeding through it to get raid ready? I feel the average player might have loads to do and guns to chase as long as they're putting in four to five hours a day. I mean, listen, if you're just leveling, if you're just leveling, there's actually still lots to do. I focus more on leveling and I haven't really gone for a lot of the weapons yet. Uh, at least the, um, the Europa weapons. I have not done a single legendary law sector. So I don't necessarily think getting raid ready is the problem. Um, you know, I, I think there's, I think that there's, there's more to it than that. I think it's the fact that there's not a ton of, uh, there's not a ton of loot is, is I think, I think that's the main issue. Honestly, it just doesn't feel like there's enough loot. So real King salty. Do you see it as a possibility that master hunts will drop more pieces of the gear you slotted for more resources and the possibility of dropping certain exotics? Also, do you think champions will show up? These are just shots in the dark. I this all sounds great if they do it. Make them a little bit harder, more complex, more layers, more rewards, more currency. Yes, I I would ship all of this. Um, maybe again, as we said, even adept weaponry. Um, so 100% people are banging out the content way too quickly. Now that always happens. Okay, um, that always happens. I don't necessarily think that's the only culprit here, okay? I don't think that's the only culprit. The Cat King. Is something wrong with the matchmaker? None of the new activities seem to have matchmaking at all. They're all built for solo play. You know, this is something I would love to see. um, I would love to see some information from Luke Smith about or a TWAB or a director's cut. Why is there such a a seemingly inordinate focus on solo play you're better off doing the lures by yourself there's the solo aspect for the legendary lost sectors like i 
I truly they, they made no updates to bounties as far as like making them easier to complete in a fire team. I don't get it. I truly don't. It's a multiplayer. It's an action MMO where they're encouraging you to play by yourself. It is odd. Um, it really is. It's odd. Marine uh, Misk says, do you think that the launch of the new consoles has anything to do with the trickle release of the content? I no. I don't think so. No. I, I don't think so. I don't think that it has anything to do with it. Now, I think getting delayed to this month possibly was related to the consoles. Uh, the, you're not even getting the increase in frames per second or the FOV until December the 8th. So, I don't think they were quite ready for that aspect of it. And maybe doing that, rebuilding the game, rebuilding the structure, moving the scripts around. There's lots of bugs and weird things. Um, you know. Andrew with a $5 tip through Super Chat. The too long didn't read. The classi- the caches are classified as a vendor in the API. They have 21 redacted items with the overall description referencing the raid being beaten. So there are 21 redacted items that you can't see and it seems that the description is, is, is related to the raid being beaten. So it's possible there is a whole nother loot batch that'll, that'll be in the game after the raid is beaten. Um, that would be an interesting strategy. That would be a little Vault of Glass action. You know, Vault of Glass kind of saved D1. This could kind of save Beyond Light, you know, in an unprecedented, you know, uh, unprecedented delivery system, you know, Bungie doubles loot pool after Raid is beat, like, you know, something like that. I don't know. I think some of the aspects are hidden behind the Raid. Yeah, I don't know. I, we got to be careful here. We got to be careful. There's not that much raid loot. It could be all the raid loot. I mean, but the raid loot is in the collections. You can see the 15 armor pieces and the six. Wait a minute. Are there six weapons? How many raid weapons are there? Because that could literally be it. <laughs> Please don't tell me there's six weapons. Please tell me there's more than six raid weapons. Please, for the love of. Oh, frick. There's six raid weapons. I'm. I, I mean, it's possible. I just figured it out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> fifteen armor pieces and sixteen raid and, and and six raid weapons. Fifteen plus six is twenty-one. I hope that's not correct. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> raid loot doesn't require beating the raid. I don't know, dude. I don't know. You can't with the APIs can't even see the perks on the raid weapons yet. So those things could be redacted. I don't know. I don't want to get your hopes up. That math shakes out in a way that's a little discouraging. We'll have to wait and see. Chef. Season of the Hunt seems to be very similar to Season of Undying as they both release with the big DLC, uh, but they're the only seasons to uh, pay your own pay style. By this, I mean the title is achievable right now. Thoughts on this style alongside of the DLC? I think it's fine. I think it's fine. You know what I mean? Um, there are seven raid weapons with the exotic. Okay, okay. So there's still hope. There's still hope. <laughs> but the raid weapon doesn't necessarily the raid exotic doesn't need to be redacted given that it its perks are static I don't know let's just let we, we don't want it we don't want to get caught up in that we don't want to get caught up in that I would love for them to do that hey you guys beat the raid there's all these extra things to go chase now there's 21 there's 21 pieces of loot you know it could literally be another armor set in five weapons or six weapons somewhere else I don't know there could be another armor set for Europa and six more weapons that would be 21 too that could be something to consider. Um, 
26 unique raid items including all classes and armor so the 21 could be its own separate thing then you know um so yeah chef to answer your question you know i don't know the morning star has crashed and the spoils amongst the wreckage are now yours to take for a price from the api okay that sounds like another loot pool the morning star has crashed and the spoils amongst the wreckage are now yours to take for a price yeah i'm yeah i'm i'm leaning i'm leaning towards something changing in the game from the raid and more loot getting added and everybody calms the frick down and says hey they just staggered it there's actually a lot of stuff you know i don't know i don't think that's referring to the raid so um but chef i think it's okay to maybe have lighter seasons attached to expansions i'm actually okay with it i'm actually okay with it strider prime uh strider i got you in the clan by the way i approved it last night i approved i approved it last night um so look at the collections are there any grayed out spots i don't yeah i don't know um so try not to spoil it most likely is 100 an extra chest with the raid oh like we can spend a currency in there right what are your thoughts on armor having intrinsic perks giving us a reason to wear certain sets even a bonus for wearing a complete set Bungie's philosophy on this is they would rather give you a slot and mods um, to do that so that you um, so so that you actually have the freedom to wear what you want so I've not heard any complaints about the loot pool outside of this discord it's everywhere Twitter forums reddit youtube chat it's the number one complaint is the lack of loot it's everywhere I mean, i've seen articles written about it i don't know I, it sunsetting and lack of loot is the number one those are the two number one complaints about this expansion uh i don't think we have like a negative community here that's over focusing on stuff um well, I mean, if you literally don't go to Twitter, Reddit, forums, or anywhere where people are voicing that criticism, I mean, yeah, you're not going to see it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that like this Discord and this community is the only place that's voicing that that negative feed, feedback. There are plenty of people that have highlighted the fact that I mean, Reddit was the one that calculated the fact that they sunset 75% of the legendary weapon pool and added back like 7%. Like that came from Reddit. That's a fair, that's a fair criticism to say. You guys sunset a lot and you didn't add that much back. If if that if that spoiler that we just kind of put out there means there's twenty something weapons getting added at at a later point or or in a week or so if there's twenty something new things coming to kind of double the loot pool then I think people might calm down a little bit. Listen, we all know Bungie likes to fill their own self-made vacancies, so they may have known this will launch, it will feel thin, the raid gets beat, and then everybody celebrates the fact that now there's a bunch of new stuff in the game. Boom, 20 weapons. Who does that? 20 weapons. It has more punch, doesn't it? Think of, think of it from this perspective. I'm just theorizing. If this is what they're doing, then you celebrate the loot injection. If we would have started the expansion with 40-something weapons, you'd be like, nah, that's not bad. Now it can be something that they would set. We would celebrate as a community. It's a vacancy that they would that they would fill. Um, so, should it be about the quality of the new weapons and not the quantity? It's a bit of both, Gritter. It's a bit of both. I agreed with what Christina said. I think Christina's right. 
you give me a smaller loot pool and it's awesome as opposed to 100 weapons that are junk I 100% agree with her I always said that about uh, Taken King and Rise of Iron they updated the vendors but most of what the vendors had was garbage it was a bunch of meaningless loot like what there was one item you got from New Monarchy that mattered I think she's right right I, I think she's right but I think it, it's a bit of both you need quantity and quality when you sunset so much I didn't say that to insinuate y'all are negative. I just choose not to go to places that are typically full of negative like Reddit and Twitter. No, and I get that. And I I think to a certain extent, you're probably good to do that. As a content creator, I I tend to go to Reddit just to to see what people are talking about. I ordinarily probably wouldn't go there either. Um, But I just want to see, hey, what what, what are people uh, griping about? Because I think that's important to pay attention to as a content creator. So, but, you know, but I think, I think Christina did make a good point, but I don't think that's the only point to make. Oh yeah, just give me 20 good weapons. I don't need I don't need any more than that as long as they're good. Well, they sunset a lot. I think we need a little bit more than that. I think 40 to 50 weapons for an expansion is an acceptable, you know, uh, expectation when we got 26 weapons in Season of Dawn, right? So, we'll see where we end up at the end of the season. I'm just going to keep saying that. We'll see where we end up. There may be loot injections coming. And again, that'll be celebrated. It's less noticeable. Think of it again from this perspective. It's less noticeable if they're like, here's an expansion. Boom. And there's just like 50 or 60 new things in the game. You're like, oh my gosh, there's so many weapons. Whoo. It doesn't, maybe it doesn't land as, as strong as if it's like, man, this feels kind of thin. And people chase some of the weapons and they're enjoying stasis and they're doing the, the Wrathborn hunts and they're getting some of the weapons. They're like, okay I'm I'm kind of done I got a bunch of stuff it's been two or three weeks and Bungie's like oh really wham new weapons new activity and you're like oh so I think it would be I think it might have more of an impact because we tend to celebrate Bungie filling vacancies as opposed to you know Shadow keeps a perfect example of Bungie added a bunch of stuff and a month later we forgot about it all and, it, and it, we didn't consider it. They added bounties they added the artifact, they added the season pass, they added, they added armor 2.0, they made all these great quality of life improvements and everyone's like yeah but there's nothing to do. Like it, it has more impact maybe if they stagger it as opposed to just showering you with stuff at the beginning, you're going to forget about it all it's white noise, a month later you're bored, nothing to do and they have nothing left to give you It's like when you stagger Christmas presents, right? You stagger Christmas presents. That's what we've been doing with our kids for birthdays and holidays and stuff. They get way too many presents. So they open up eight presents in a row, and then the first two presents they were so excited about, they've forgotten about them. They're in a corner. They're not even touching them. If you stagger the Christmas presents or the birthday presents, one each day, they have a lot more impact. Your kiddos get more excited. They play with them more. I'm not trying to be condescending. Like, that's the way gamers are if you think about it. Like, boom. Here's eight presents. And you're like, sweet. And then a month later, you're like, well, now what do I do? Instead of a month later, you're like, hey, new new weapons, new things to do. Cool. I think it has more impact if you stagger it. You know? You leave Christmas out of this. <laughs> uh... Let's see here. Yeah, but the intrinsic perks on armor, they tend to avoid that so you can wear what you want and then they do it with mods and its own slot. So Hitman did that with how many release maps and it was actually really good for the game. Yeah. You gone crazy? I want you to be right. 
I don't want you to hear me say that's what they're doing, but if that's their strategy, I actually think it makes sense. I'm not saying it is their strategy, but, you know, we get a lot of quality of life changes that are awesome and provide some great foundation for the future. Now we need loot. Agreed. Agreed. They patched the bucket. Now fill the bucket, you know? Ashen, is Bungie swinging way too hard uh, and fast at our progression? I get wanting to protect the game, but this is feeling ridiculous. I feel if they could, if they could, they would have disabled Umbral armor focusing last season. Um, yeah, oh, this is a tough one. They've got to kind of straddle the line here. You do need to protect the player base from itself. And you also need to leave us alone sometimes. <laughs> I I don't know. Like I said earlier, I think there's two ways to approach adjusting player behavior. You can just keep going on the restricting pathway. Restrict, 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 restrict. Or you can incentivize different behavior. I think they should start trying to do a little bit more of a balanced approach. And and incentivize a, a different behavior. A, we notice you guys are doing this lost sector for the lure thing, all right? We're, we're shutting that down, but we're also increasing the lure percentage payout on strikes. If you're really paying attention to the extra challenge, you should be able to charge the lure all the way up to three charges in one, maybe two strikes. Like, you got to meet us in the middle, you know? I only played two characters and I'm 1250. Leveling sucks, but they haven't hampered our progression, really. Well, re- well, leveling they did, though, Eugene, because people were using the Lost Sector to get to 1200, and then they patched that. So, you know, did they patch the Lost Sector thing, by the way? People are saying it's patched, and then Doge said the requirements just changed on the lure, and so that's why the Lost Sector is not working anymore. We're going to test it here in just a minute to be sure when we're done with Q&A. Click fire with the last question. Do you think it'd be better if Bungie did one massive expansion in the fall instead of doing seasons uh, during another expansion in March, April, instead spreading it all out over eight months? We've gotten this question in a variety of ways over the years, okay? It's the same size pizza, no matter how 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 you slice this, okay? Bungie has shown how much content they can deliver, okay? The pizza is the same size. You want to slice it into four pieces instead of eight smaller pieces. It doesn't matter. You're going to get the same amount of pizza. It do- I don't think it would make a huge difference at all. They've shown with bandwidth, timing, and deliverables how quickly they can deliver content. The answer is not to say, well, instead of doing an expansion plus three seasons, let's do an expansion and then no seasons and then another expansion four months later. It doesn't matter. And truth be told, that's not in line with how we kind of play. We tend to play as if we want to play day to day, week to week. And what you're encouraging them to do is go back to big content droughts where there's nothing to do and nothing added for literally months. <laughs> months. And and it didn't work. Their goal, and they're not backing down from this. So these kind of questions, they're great, but they're not backing down from this. You're wasting your brain power and energy hoping they restructure. They're not going to back away from this. It works, okay? It totally works. The seasonal format is better for player rhythms and purchases. You can see it. The proof's in the pudding. The player base numbers all last year make it very, very clear that that we we have embraced this, this play style. Not maybe we, the hardcore, but the majority of the player base, this model is working. This season is burning people out. 
they seem more sour with the seasonal model. I don't agree with that. I, I don't. I actually think the model is is solid and will not change. Any, I don't think they have any plans to change it. Um, you know, population is solid. 1.6 million, 1.5 million playing PvE, and 600,000 in Crucible. So Crucible numbers are climbing. Uh, and the and the daily player base numbers are solid. One of the, you know one and a half million people are playing a day, um, so you don't have to like it. You could think there could be other ways to approach it. They have tried a variety of ways, and this has been their most successful approach to content rhythm. Lack of droughts and a regular injection of things to do and talk about has been better for predictable player base numbers, and I can't see them going back from it. So. I, I, we can debate this all day long. I truly think they're never going to go back from this from this format. I think that it works. Um, population is solid from Game Pass injections. Seasonal model can work fine, and Arrivals was all right. But this season and DLC so far uh, has been the most identity crisis driven yet. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. I think they've, I don't know. I feel like they've added a lot of things we asked for direct loot pursuits with the empire hunts with the wrathborn hunts legendary lost sectors is a daily rotating farm that's something that we asked for um i don't know i feel like a lot of that stuff are direct things that we ask for if the if the con if the if the loot qual if the loot quantity was a lot higher i don't know if we'd be having this conversation like if they would have added a bunch of loot to like strikes gambit and uh and vanguard i don't know i don't know like i said i think we need to wait until we get to the end of season of the hunt and then we'll have a firm grasp on did they really pull this off or not and again player base numbers are always the are always going to be indicative of where things are and listen we had the same debate during shadow keep and the same debate all throughout year 3 all right it's a pointless conversation if you're going to say this this structure sucks and they should do another structure and I point to the player base numbers you can't always retreat to the Alamo of like well but free to play in game pass or the only reason the player base numbers are strong I mean come on how long are we going to use that as an excuse that the player base numbers are strong like I, I get it game pass and free to play yes 100% has put a bunch of people in the player base that wouldn't have been there before but it's like i at some point you have to concede that like they're getting they're getting something right if player base numbers are steady even if free to play and game pass is putting lots of folks in those folks are clearly sticking around if the player pool numbers are stabilizing so i don't know I don't know. I, it's it's sort of a, it's sort of a pointless debate, I think, because we'll never truly know what percentage of the day to day, week to week, month to month, season to season, those player base numbers. What percentage is free to play? What percentage is not? It does the game suck, and they're just padding numbers with free to play, so it looks incredible. I, I don't know. I just can't see them going back from this. Look at the structure. Look at the dry erase board. Look at the language used. We want to avoid content droughts. Single evolving world. Had to be there moments. Seasonal structure. Like, they're in. They're all in with this structure. I can't see them trying to turn that rudder now. I really can't. Um, 
So, free-to-play and Game Pass stabilization are yet to be seen. People told me that during Shadowkeep, and then the next season, they, they, they blamed, they excused good numbers on free-to-play. They did. Every season, I would point to player-based numbers. I had to hear that it was always oh, free-to-play. So, I just take that with a grain of salt. People use that for literally 10 months of year three. For basically the entire lifespan of year three, everybody used free-to-play as the excuse. Oh, it's only because of free-to-play. That's the only reason the numbers are staying strong. I just take that with a grain of salt. Um, So, the numbers have been consistent since Forsaken. How much data do people need? Yeah, I just... I I know free-to-play and Game Pass are probably helping, but I don't think they're over padding and like misrepresenting we did this for the entire year of year three and people always ran to that alamo like yeah you know it's free to play that's why the numbers are strong i you know i don't know declining on pc i think declining on pc i i I don't I, i don't have a theory on that that seems kind of fast but who knows who knows um so isn't people's time a form of currency yeah, I, I. Again, you are welcome to dislike this and prefer DLC. Some people prefer Waterfall. Give me all the content now. Let me burn through it and take a break. Everybody has different perspectives on this, and you're welcome to that perspective. From where I sit, Bungie ain't changing the way the ship is going. They're not. So, yeah, PC performance has been pretty poor. That's likely one of the reasons. Yeah, I don't know about the cheating in Crucible. We'll have to wait and see if that's uh. So they're going to ban people for doing the oob glitch. I don't know. Stream, uh, steam charts, steam charts show. Yeah, but you can see it was November, right? And then it, and then it falls down to a baseline and it never drops below that baseline. Like that's steady and that's just steam. That's just steam, but again, that's a steady baseline. That I mean, I don't know. In in the Forsaken years, it was always like you could tell when a season came out, it was like whoop, and then two weeks later, it was like wham, and it would slam back down. I think that steady baseline is actually pretty good. So, and again, that's just steam. So, all right, that's good for Q and A. Listen, when I end Q and A, usually a lot of folks leave. We keep on streaming. If you want to keep hanging out, we're gonna test out these lures. We're gonna see what's going on with them. Uh, if you're on your way out, if you're on your way out, be sure to hit subscribe and like on your way out. Uh, and as always, uh, we appreciate everybody who watches and supports. If you're listening to the recording later, go to SNTR Live to watch live. Again, we're not shutting down the stream, so don't go anywhere. If you're listening to the recording elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.